Okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. You know who this is? Couldn't tell you, but I like the vibe. Come on, dude. This is easy. Take a listen to it. You're right, though. It is a good uh, vibe. Uh, David, you know who this is? No, but yeah, I echo Frank. Good vibe. Uh, it's Chris Brown. No guidance with Drake. Play that at one of your yeah. games. Uh, what is it? Blissfield Post 52233? It's 325. 325, which is also sponsored by PBR, Paps Blue Ribbon. No, no, no. Well, allow me to provide a little bit of context. Uh, okay. Well, before we came on the air, here, Derek and I were talking about how um, how Post 325 is going to be playing in a PBR, not Paps Blue Ribbon circuit. Travel baseball. I've I've seen a couple of tournaments that they've put on. I know that there's usually one in Northwest Ohio, like in late June. I believe it's called the the Black Swap Classic, or nice Hick or whatnot. It's it's usually a pretty big deal. They usually get a ton of teams come in and play at different sites. That's usually you get some college scouts there watching guys. So we're actually going to be hosting that uh, next weekend, three days and. I get to be on the mic for all of post three two fives games. Your buddy Cody uh, wants us to talk about college football. Uh, we got we got plenty of time to do that. Uh, I I'd like to know what he. I haven't pulled up the Facebook yet. So I mean, is he asking anything specific or? He said, "I hope you cover some college football camp is about to open up in a couple weeks. You know, talk about Aaron Rodgers, or you like to call him Sharon Rodgers, or that man, or that yeah, that man who keep owning the Bears. And then you also got to talk about the Detroit Lions and 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 how horrendous the the, the uh, management is, and that the, oh, as actually, long as the Fords are there, they won't win. Yeah. Well, I actually, I will allow me allow me to say that I have been very pleased with what Brad Holmes has done as GM. Right. That 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 is true. Yes. But at the end of the day, they're not as good as the Detroit Red Wings because they're on the Iser plan while everyone else is on. I'll get to Steve Iserman later. While everyone else is on the crappy plan because we talked about that last week, which, by the way, is on our SoundCloud and iTunes podcast page. WXGT's has a further review with a picture of Frank Bashner in the horse's head. But no, what, what do you have on college football? Because it's, it's really nothing. I mean, there's really not a lot that's going on right now. I mean, we're Probably come August, we're going to have our college football mega preview show that we've typically done, mm-hmm. uh, where we run down who wins the conferences. And of course, I believe this is the last year of the current playoff format, if I'm not mistaken, because next year it gets expanded. And yep. say what you will about that, but it's here to stay. Was well, here to stay. The expand the expanded format, which 
Some say it's good, others say it's not. I mean, I've I've had mixed I've had mixed feelings on it. I mean, I've made that known in previous shows. Well, once again, Frank, you had the guest kind of throwing us off the topic. What we're going to talk about is ESPN. So if we're going to yeah. talk about this topic, then we'll talk about this after the ESPN topic because it seems like you're going to start getting into stuff. So we'll get your right. thoughts on that later, Cody. Stay still. We'll talk a little bit of college football. We'll squeeze that in there. But first, we got to talk about this ESPN thing. We talked about it a little bit last week with David. We're going to get your thoughts on the demise of the four-letter network. Yeah, it's it's a sad state of affairs because why for pretty much since the existence, we've grown up with ESPN kind of being our home, our source. I guess there were fringe kind of stations like Fox did their kind of thing. CBS had their kind of thing on their sports network that no one really paid for. But so it seemed that ESPN was the mothership. That's that's why we called it the mothership because they were in charge of sports and we knew what we were going to get. We were going to get a diverse range of opinions, thoughts. Yes, like Sports Center was must see. Partially because of the you know the host, you know, rest in peace, Stuart Scott. I know he's rolling over in his grave thinking about you know how the money has fallen kind of over the last decade. But yeah, in this era now where everyone wants the sound bites, the, the hot take, hot clip kind of sports journalism, ESPN is not meant for that. Like we tried with some of the shows that were giving you the hot takes, so things like his and hers and even PTI for a while. ESPN, I mean, ESPN radio is its own gap, like network. Like they shot themselves in the foot by getting rid of all the main stars. And so no one's listening to them because ESPN radio basically turns into, Hey, if you're in New York or LA, it's good. Other than that, you know, SOL. But it seems like that's where ESPN national has gone. We're going to, and so much and devote so much of our time and energy building up New York sports media markets and LA sports media markets to the point to the point to where we're not even thinking like we can even get some national shows that yeah we can talk about some of the other sports but not really because with the most recent layoffs like who's going to watch ESPN basketball without kind of the pairing of like Jalen Rose with his insights, obviously Jeff and Gundy, like he's been around here for a while. Like, and those are just the big name ones, even thinking the hockey coverage, like they're losing so much of what made them special and unique, which was providing multiple perspectives, giving a wide plethora of voices, a platform. And so now you're focused just on what kind of, I guess people still watch SportsCenter, but you're trying to do ESPN, you know, 8,004 different channels that no one's going to watch. You, you, you so forgot the Ocho. That, there was the Ocho. Yeah. So, well, I mean, how many people, one, are going to subscribe to the Ocho, which they keep saying, oh, it's not about subscriber ratings, but we know it's about money. Well, you got to also got to remember, David, you got to remember, though, they pay a licensing fee for the NFL, they have a TV contract with them. They also have a TV contract with the NBA. Where you think they're going to get the money from? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. 
and and they're owned by Disney. Now, some people could say that the downfall of ESPN was when they got in bed with Disney. That they could say that, but at the same time, though, David, you you got to feed what the consumers want. And I understand people think that ESPN went woke and went broke, but I mean, you got to cover things that that relate to the people in 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 sports. And do I think maybe they could have kept it just to sports? Yeah, and they they're going in that route. But the shows like PTI and Around the Horn get a lot of ratings. And First Take gets a lot of ratings, which by the way used to be Cold Pizza. Uncle Shay Shay might be coming to ESPN as well. Team up with Stephen A. Smith. That's what people watch. You got to put together what people watch. People are probably going to want to watch Stephen A. and Uncle Shay Shay yell at each other. Exactly. Because it's entertainment. I think with the one problem I see with sports, and, and, and I see it with you two as well, at the end of the day, sports is entertainment to a lot of people. There's not a lot of purists anymore. It, it, it's Sports is something that we do, and it's even expanded. Let's think about it. If you want the old school sports center, then you ain't getting any soccer on there. Sorry, because back in the day, no, who really watched soccer? The world did, but here in America, we didn't. So, what was the point of really putting on soccer? Uh, I mean, they they did things late night that was pretty cool. Arena football really started out on there as well. Um, but you 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 have to change with the times. You have to evolve. If you don't evolve, you eventually your platform will go dead. Now, I will say that within that involvement, there have been times they've made mistakes. Maybe there's certain shows they shouldn't have done. Maybe there's certain topics they shouldn't have talked about. They tried the the, the show with Jamel Hill and what's his face? I forget. Michael. Yeah, Michael, yeah, Michael Smith. Michael Smith. Yeah, it was his and hers. His and hers. That that might have been somewhat of a disaster. It could have been something where they could have changed things up. And, and not to mention, also, you got to remember too. I hate to say it, but, you know, I, I've been in the business, the television business. You got to be likable. You got to be relatable and likable. Um, and I just don't think really Jamel Hill is very likable. He's not relatable either. And, and just to be honest with you, if you only, I guess, are attractive to only a certain group that's the minority the majority's voices are going to probably send you out. And I think that's what happened to Jamel Hill. I, I, you know, I think she's a talented, um, I think sports writer. She did a lot of stuff for Michigan. Isn't she a Michigan state grad? Yes, she is. And she, she did make some appearances here at the university of Toledo years ago. But at the same time though, let's just face it. If you, if you're not really relatable to the majority, you're not going to get the ratings. And at the end of the day, advertisers pay for ratings advertisers keep espn around not to mention subscribers and advertisers also pay for those inflated um tv contracts with the leagues because everybody wants the live sports or anything live television so um yeah and i think that his and hers i think only really a um i guess how could i put this really only went to a certain segment of people which were the minority and the majority didn't like it and the show went under. And I hate to say it, but stuff like Sports Center is 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 a staple at that place and it has to be kind of just stuck to sports. 
and generalize, basically. That's what it just has to be. The other shows that you do, as far as the talk shows, that's a different thing. But when it comes to Sports Center, it's 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 been seen that people go there to see the highlights. Give me the highlights and the scores. That's all I want. I don't want your opinion or anything. Or what made Sports Center great from even your local uh, sportscasters was how talented the anchors were and how like Stuart Scott, for instance, could mix in hip hop and R&B references in a highlight. That was pretty cool. Or, you know, certain guys, Neil Everett, Stan, Stan, what's his name? Stan Barrett. Barrett. Um, those guys could take pop culture terms and phrases and somehow put them in, um, Highlights. I mean, Keith, going back to Keith Olbermann and Dan Patrick, they just had their own little swag as well. I mean, it's just it's just crazy like that. And I think Sports Center kind of got away from that with the his and hers, and it really upset the base. And the bottom line. So, but we'll see what happens. Keep going, David. No, I think it's it's going to be an interesting kind of time and change, just because of. Like some of the names, because the names no, that it's they not. no, it's not. What that says, like go are going to dramatically change what the no, it's not. Like what the shows are. So even thinking, no, it's not. No, it's not. I've been in this business long enough. People don't care. Here today, gone tomorrow. You know what it is when you get in the business. Hey, for us to be doing this this long, I mean, obviously we've just been doing it on college radio, but you, you always have a shelf life and you're going to be forgotten. I mean, you think about it. The attention span here is like Burger King. You're away right away and they forget about you. Everyone gets emotional. Oh my God, I can't believe they let go of so-and-so and so. And then next thing you know, they bring a, a new person in there. Oh man, where's this person been? They should have hired this person a long time ago. Nobody cares. They're already they're already saying what Doris Burke's gonna take Jeff Van Gundy's spot. Some reason I could buy that. You'll forget about Jeff. Well, I mean, because I mean Doris Burke is obviously like she's one of the like when you're replacing you know great for great like Doris Burke. First of all, she should be like in a front office position somewhere. That's just personal thought. But still, David, yeah, like, though you're gonna forget. Think about it. Jalen Rose is gone. I'm sure he'll move on to some podcast. I mean that's that's where the, this is where the world is going. I can't pay you these inflated prices because the media is ever changing. Uh, and Jay Lowe's will be okay. He's made enough money in his NBA career and through ESPN that he'll find another joint venture. I mean, look at Keith Olbermann, Dan Patrick have been gone for years, and Sports Center has been just keep moving on, moving along. You know how many Sports Center anchors have come and gone? Too many. Right. And the last, Neil Everett. He's been there. I forgot. He. I, I didn't realize he'd been there over 20 years. He was just a staple. Rich Eisen, look what he's doing. He's doing his own thing. They don't care. Nobody cares. Like I said, here today, gone tomorrow. People will be forgetting. Oh, so-and-so used to host that show. I forgot all about them. I mean, think about it. I worked at Channel 11. It was the same way. Oh, I'm not going to watch the. Channel 11 after they got rid of so-and-so and blah, 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 blah. Remember the Cards Against Humanity and everybody said, oh, what Channel 11 did was not right. It's just the Cards Against Humanity. Everybody forgot about it. Guess what? Everybody watching Channel 11. 
Uh, yeah, I just you once you brought it up, I realized, oh wait, that actually happened because mm-hmm, I was there. They, they, they yeah. don't care. People sit up there and talk all that talk on Facebook, all that hustlers talk on social media. They lie. They'll they'll probably take a hiatus. I'm not gonna watch this ever again. And you put your eyeballs on there, or you got to watch a certain sport sport on there, and then they go into Sports Center, and you go, I'm too lazy to change the channel because we're lazy in in, in this world. And they start watching Sports Center again. They start watching the shows again. Ain't nothing gonna change. Oof. Think about. It. I mean, yeah. seriously, think about it. What's gonna What's gonna happen? Sports Center's gonna keep humming along. They're gonna keep humming along. They're gonna hire young talent for cheap. They're gonna grow a little bit and keep going. Think about it. Colin Cowherd. He's had three different co-hosts. Christine Leahy, yeah, Joy Taylor, and now the guy. I forgot what the guy's name is, but um, I can look it up. But, you know, he's a gambler. Oh. So, I mean, and that's also the way that ESPN is going, just kind of more sports, sports betting shows. and Because what do yeah. people do? They bet on sports. Sports betting has helped, has helped the sports world, actually. It's got the more interesting. Like I yeah. said. And I mean... I mean, I'll talk about that with the NFL. I don't want to you know, spoiler too much, but yeah, but yeah. When you're in bed, when gambling is the lay of the land, everyone's going to profit from it. Remember when everyone said, "Well, if they start doing sports gambling, I'm not going to watch sports." And it brought people more, still watch, and people still watch, and it brought more eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> it brought more eyeballs. Just lies. People just lie. Keep going, David. No, yeah, just kind of my my thinking with kind of getting rid because I know there are those. I guess, since I still watch PTI, kind of listening to PTI has been around 20, for twenty three, twenty four years. It started in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're one of the OGs in that. I believe five o'clock, no five thirty, because PTI was five. You know that around the horn. Yeah, you know the around the horn is a spoof show. I don't know if you knew that or not. You got to read the ESPN book. You, you know what the spoof is, don't you? The spoof is that you have people. How can you have a winner that argues about sports? Think about uh-huh. it. You uh-huh. have a point. I have a point, and they pick a winner. So it's 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 a it's an oxymoron show. I mean, uh, I I watched around the horn, oh, but it's entertaining, time. isn't it? Oh yeah. It's, to me, it almost seems like uh, a more serious version of whose line is it anyway, where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Exactly. That's the point of the show. Uh-huh. That is the Think about it. There's some guy that sits up there and uh, gives you points on certain aspects on, on, on the way that he, that person feels. Uh, I forget what's his name. Who's the host. He was the Tony stat Reality. boy. Tony Reality was the stat boy originally. I'm trying to think, who was the original host on Around the Horn? You might want to look that up. Was Max Kellerman on Around the Horn? Was he Was, yeah. he, was he the original host? I think he might have been. Yeah, because it, yeah, it was Max. I think it was. Then, yeah, Tony, Tony replaced Max. Mm-hmm. Max, I think, went to... That may have been when he went to first take, or... No, because reality was... No. Because Reality was the host before Kellerman went to first take. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's I what I'm I, I mean, I, I, I'm picturing the guy right now. I'm just drawing a blank on his name. Right. Now, everyone knows Tony Reale, but hey, actually, I'll go look that up. Um, Let's see here. Around the Horn. Because it's been on for, forever. American Around the Horn. American Game Show. Let's see here. The first word. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I just remember like it was very who was on, whether it was uh, as uh, Bob Ryan, Woody Page. Oh, yeah. Jay Woody. Adonde. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What not Solomon for? From November 4, 2002 to January 30, 2004. Yes, it was Max Max Kellerman was the original host in 2002. Oh, that, oh man, that was yeah, way back. I told you. I know the show's been on for a long. I remember I was like my I was in college when the show first started. Yeah, because I don't think Kellerman went to first take until I want to say like. Well, it was it, by that yeah 2015 because by that point when he started on Around the Horn, I believe. First take didn't even exist yet. I think it was almost it was about cold pizza. Yeah, yeah. So it, Tony Reale took over in '04. So he's been almost hosting this show for 20 years. It premiered November 4, 2002. Yeah, and at that time, Max Kellerman was only known as a Friday Night Fight. Yeah, because yeah, boxing. He was primarily boxing. Yeah, that was his forte. Kellerman left to go to Fox Sports. Then they ended up getting Tony Reale, who was who's also on PTI, the mistakes fixer guy. If there's any time there's a mistake on the show, oh, he yeah. calls them out. Yeah, and then um, and, and did you know this? Woody Page has the most wins in the history of the show with more than six hundred. <laughs> Some reason that doesn't surprise me. Because mm-hmm. every time I've watched, he always seems to win the whole thing. What happened was it was an argumentative type of show, and it got low ratings. But so then when they became more playful over the years, the show became uh, more of a hit and less combative. Yeah. Yeah, and also you know, just yeah, the, the personalities on, like, obviously – you're going to get one of the OGs on there. So last time I watched, Tim Kalashaw was still going at it with Bill Plasky. Like, True. Like they've been there from the, you know, they're the original originals. Let me see. I want to know who's the original originals that um, they got the first word, buyer, sell, showdown, FaceTime, and goodbye, and paper toss. Yeah. And then PTI is next. Yeah. And it, it's just, and it just it, when they when they mute you, they take the the points off. Yeah, because uh, I'm trying to remember like some of the original ones out there. I mean, David, you mentioned Platchkey and uh, Platchkey, and Kalashaw. Tim Kalashaw and Woody Page, I think, was the original four. Yeah, I believe Ramona Shelburne's been on this. Um, I mean, Jay Adonde's been on mm, there. Michael Holly, yeah. D- uh, Bomani Jones, I believe. Yeah, Bomani Jones is on there. Yeah. Diana Rossini. Kevin Blackstone was another one. Yeah, yes. Blackstone. I, I was thinking he was one of the originals. So here's here's special notes. So 
the all-time win leader as of July 7, 2023, is Woody Page with 661 wins, followed by Tim Callishaw with 522, Bill Plaschke with 414, and Kevin Blackstone with 365. Jay Mariotti has 329, and J.A. Adande is followed up by 327. Then it, it drops off to Jackie McMullen at 258. Wasn't didn't Mariotti get kicked off the show for something he did? I don't. I keep. I... <laughs> he has the consecutive shows record though at two hundred sixty five, but he hasn't appeared on the show since August twenty ten. Yeah, because yeah, he got I, into it with yeah, somebody. Yeah, because he got in hot water over something. I just didn't remember what exactly it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was domestic violence incident back in twenty ten. Mm. Yes, Kevin Blackshaw has actually um, been on the show since 2003. Uh, Israel Gutierrez has been on the show. Frank Isola. Bamani Jones has 159 wins, and Michael Smith follows him at 136. Then there's some people that have scores like 125 and a half, The Hook by Sarah Spain. Maybe that was just because there was a tie. Mina Kimes has been on the show. Yeah. Kate Fagan. Um, Harry Lyles has been on the show. He's got 21 wins, but lowest active winning percentage, minimum 100 appearances. Monica McNutt. Gene Wojciechowski has been on the show. Name a few. Um, David Jacoby showed up once. And like I said, there's been a whole bunch of people. Andy Katz. Has been on once and he was 0 for 1. Well, and now Andy Katz is on Big Ten Network. Yes, so they, they've, they've, they've come a long way. I, I really think, though, like I said, um, to me, like I said, we, 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 didn't even, we didn't even realize, we didn't even realize that Max Kellerman had left and came back. <laughs> so I think that some of these people, even though they're getting laid off, are going to come back, David. I mean, there's that, yeah, there are some that kind of you expect to come back and kind of restructure deal. Others, yeah, just depending on age or hot water. But yeah, even just kind of thinking social media kind of responses, a lot of them are like, you know, you'll see me, you'll still see me working, you'll still see me around. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird just because with all these layoffs and just kind of the smoke screen that ESPN is putting up saying it's not about money and but we 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 know the reasons why they're doing all these quote unquote layoffs slash firings but mm-hmm. yeah. Just yeah, just the lands landscape is changing and it's always with familiar faces, particularly ones that have been around, you know, fifteen, you know, twenty years thinking of the likes of Susie or Jeff Van or Neil Everett. Mm-hmm. Like when we see them in their head, we're like, we can't imagine such and such show without. Granted, Sports Center anchors kind of rotate, but Neil and Stan had the chemistry, and you know that's hard to even thinking when you know when Stu passed. It was hard to find. You know, it's hard to it's hard to find good network anchors 
or sports center anchors, I would say. Mm-hmm. Especially late night when you're doing that eleven that eleven PM show. Well, but the then again, like I said, um you'll probably they'll probably find someone else. I mean, you, you do you do miss I mean, think about it. Do you miss Dan Patrick? Keith Overman? The Whiff. I I watched I didn't watch as much Keith Overman, but I did I did like Dan Patrick and that's what you know, that's why I watched the Dan Patrick show or listened to it. Right, exactly. They'll move on and like I said, it, they'll they'll find other things to do. And that, that's what's gonna happen. I mean, I like I said, you you you're sitting there, uh, like oh, I'm gonna miss them. Yeah, you'll miss them for a little bit, and then someone else will come. Let's see here. We'll we'll look at some of the originals. Oh wait a minute, Chris Berman, you gonna miss him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Berman's iconic. What about Linda Cohn or John Bucci Gross? Nicole Briscoe. Yeah, I like listening to Bucci. Also oh, yeah. because Bucci was like he he enjoyed talking hockey, so I think a lot oh, of yeah. people like Steve Levy. You haven't talked about him. Yeah, I mean, he's another. I mean, he's basically one of the NHL play-by-play guys. And he's done some college football. He was also he does everything. Yeah, he does really. Okay. Yeah, that's just like I said. There's other people there that are, that'll they'll, they'll spill, fill the spots, and you'll forget all about them. Not to mention, uh, Barrett and um, Eric Everett. They were more of the L.A. late night. You guys, I don't think really watch that a lot. Well, I mean, I was up late, so I was able to like I was I mean, always watching eleven, twelve, and then usually usually watching them at like one. Mm-hmm. There'd be times I'd tune in if I was on the road in a hotel watching, or you know, I'd see them on and whatnot. Anything else? Uh, no, yeah, just just the, that's the way of the beast. They're definitely leaning into that, making sure that the entertainment is top priority and. What changes would you I, before we get off this subject? We got a couple more minutes. What changes would you like to see, or what would you like to see stay at ESPN? Because everybody always complains about the network. I think making sure that we have a, still a diverse voices, not just a sport like talking different sports, but, but sports journalists. But yeah, there's more diversity in terms of sports journalists. So it's not, and ESPN for the longest time has been, you know. We'll, we'll find an old white guy to talk about it. Like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I don't know about that one, David. An old white guy to talk about it. Where, where have you seen that on ESPN the last fifteen years? Where they have an old white guy talk about it? Well, I think it's, it's been pretty it's, diverse at ESPN. To be quite honest with you, no, it's definitely getting more diverse, and thankfully, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. As particularly as they're bringing in more former players who can add to that diversity, but yeah, just making sure that um, yeah, thinking the shows are going to be more diverse. I know ESPN Radio is a whole different beast, but yeah, just making sure the voices that we hear are 
So they don't go back to that. That's my fear. Well, they're not going to go so back to that. It, what's, the, what's the? I don't. I think that's the, uh, a fear that you know. Is there a boogeyman under your bed? I mean, come on. I don't think that's going to go back to that. I think you you have to have relatability if you want the show to continue. And you, obviously, you can't have, as you like to say, the old white guy doing the sports. Re- the sports takes the sports reports. Obviously, they're going to have women there. They do push that. You know, they like to push women's sports. Um, they do have a diversity of other sports as well as soccer. You know, like I said, if you talk 30 years ago, soccer came on at 2 a.m. on 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 ESPN. Now, you know, they, well, they got the CONCACAF and all these other leagues that they be having. Racing sometimes is on there. Formula One. Yeah, F1 is really the big thing on ESPN now. But back in the day, they used to be on at 4 in the morning. F1 and golf. But then again, since ESPN buys everything, or Disney has bought a lot of things, so yeah, what used to be like NBC primarily, now we're seeing a lot more golf coverage. And, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, but, but, but that's what I'm saying with the diversity. And then, like I said, you got a mix of women, men on the desk, along with different cultures that I, I see as being very diverse. Um, I mean, I like I said, they're not going to go back, I guess. <laughs> The old white guy, as you like to say, doing the sports where he's trying to get the the, the pathetic comb over, you know. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's because I know there are other there are other networks that have less diversity, and so yeah, I just don't want ESPN to fall into that trap as they're as they're trying to appease kind of the ratings and viewers. Yeah, making sure that they maintain committed to that diversity. That's that's my hope. Dick Frank. Well, I think just something I'd like to add for everybody who's left free. Like, oh my god, I can't believe ESPN is laying off guys who were are employed for over twenty years. I mean, kind of like what Derek said. Nobody's gonna really remember it after so long. I mean. Right. I mean, my reactions for some of the ones is like, oh, damn, so-and-so got laid off. And mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Like you said, um, you were a little shocked about Steve Young, but I'm sure they'll find somebody. And yeah, I, I, I kind of forgot about Steve Young being on there because really when they do those shows with Monday Night Football, they're always talking about you got mossed. So he was getting phased out anyway. Keep going, Frank. Yeah, but I mean, we'll we'll see who they end up bringing in, and I think a lot of those guys are going to end up finding work elsewhere. Mm, okay, all right. Take a quick commercial break. We'll talk a little college football next. Um, you got someone on deck with college football, Cody? I'm sure. He, I mean, like I said, I, they haven't come out with any rankings yet. What can you talk about college football? I mean, obviously, in the off season, they were talking a little bit about. Um, the realignment UCLA and USC coming to the Big Ten. I mean, it's been mostly off-season chatter. Maybe it's going to be instead of all the conferences, they're just going to put together a super conference. It's going to be an East and West, almost like a professional league. I mean, that's the only stuff I could think of. Yeah, because I don't really think there's a lot there right now. I mean, we're probably going to have a lot more once we get to August. Exactly. I, but we, we'll see. We'll, we'll, you know, Cody wants his fill of, of college football, but we had to get that ESPN talk going on. So, listen to 88.3 WGDs after further review. When we come back, top of the dome, talk about some college football with David the Man of God Harris and 
Frank Vashner. By the way, one segment that will be gone, though, because of the ESPN layoffs is because Todd McShay is gone. So Frank McShay is gone as well. I mean, you, I don't even think I've done a mock draft on this show for at least five years because I've just been no, so no, no, busy. No, 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 you have done a, you, we've done a, I think last year you did a mock draft. Uh, no, I didn't. The I year before did. that? It, it, it's been at least five years. I remember we used to do go in depth though with you and his mock drafts and compare them. Yeah, then just I got so busy with work and I never really had time to work on what. So I figured, you know what? I'll just let, I'll just leave David to handle it. I think the last the t- probably the last time you did do it was when before the remodel of the old studio could have been. Probably was. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. You listen to eighty eight point three WTTs. I had to further review. Talk a little college football next.